0: Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer, coming to you live from Livingston, Montana. We're also coming to you from, I think, Jen's in Salem, Kim's in, downtown, in Eugene, Jessica, I think, is also in Salem. Nod your head if that's true, yes. And Mercury Mike is right here in the heart of Eugene. Bill London is in Eugene. So uh, we're, we're coming to you from everywhere. So tonight we got a great show for you. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about some topics that are kind of sad. But I think it's always great when you remember, um, those who have um, died in line of service for your community and tomorrow is the anniversary. I think it's the 11 year anniversary. Um, when, uh, Chris Kilcullen was killed, um, doing a traffic stop, doing his job and, um, left behind a, a wife and a couple of kids. And, um, <clears throat> so one of his dear friends, uh, Jennifer Bills is going to be on tonight. She's a former Eugene police officer, worked with Chris. We're just going to talk about Chris. And tomorrow there is a, a, it's not really a memorial. You know, it's more like a remembrance out at the site at 52nd and um, 126. Um, And there'll be a bunch of police officers gathered there and anyone from the community can also go out there to to uh, pay honor to Chris Um, and they'll have little chairs and stuff sitting out there and they do it every year uh, on the 22nd of April. So that's a really um, amazing thing we're going to do. Bill London's got a bunch of news. It's going to some of it's going to make you happy. Some of it's going to take you off. I'm just telling you so you know. And then Jessica Jansen is gonna be here uh, to talk about Oregon Ag. There's an Ag Festival and it's in person this year. So it's, it's celebrating agriculture in Oregon because believe it or not, we are a huge, or you are a huge agricultural state. And, um, and that makes me, and then we're gonna go to Mercury Mike, it's at Mercury Metal and Design and Fabrication. And he's got some really cool things to show us. This is boy and girl toys that you can come in and watch and see what's going on. Um, let me play the open and then we're gonna get to Kim real fast because she has our question of the night sponsored by, I should tell our sponsors, Chris Dental, where everyone is welcome, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center, um, also Mercury Metal and Rosa Real Estate Group, and Derek has a, an eight plex that you're going to to see that we're featuring this week, so you can find out more about that. So let's get the roll. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out, bring the, bring the lion. Um Tonight on our show, we're going to have. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? Yeah, there's a cost. Oh, yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun, is because see it live. Well, Kim.
1: Well, hi there. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. And you know what, Rick? We actually had the sun out for about five minutes today. Is it maybe finally coming? I don't know. We'll see. We don't get no. sun like you guys do. <laughs> you know,
0: I'll tell you what, in, in Montana right now, this is the first the second day we've actually since we've been here since January that we've had rain like Oregon rain oh yeah and it's supposed to snow tonight and we have to go look at the new house and go over the past so you plan everything around what how much is going to snow like it's an inch or something (laughs) and then you just you know you you man up or woman up or whatever you do you ball up and you just do it you know what I mean it's not like Oregon it's like oh my god there's an inch of snow call call off schools here it's like you know what you just you just buck up and you go do it there's people People yep. people people this is for Jessica. People are even planting gardens right now.
1: Yeah. They're oh my sp- gosh. Yeah, you're in your worm season.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're out there and you're planting your gardens and then you put, you know, cover them up with all kinds of stuff, you know, and then make sure that everything's mm-hmm. fine. But if you don't, yep. what are you gonna do? Wait till June yeah. when it's nice clearing exactly. um, <laughs> out. Oh my God. <laughs> so Kim, you have a question. So so tonight, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness sponsors a question every Thursday. And yes. um, they are going to give two or 10% off uh, of yes. a hyperbaric treatment to the person who guesses it. And we, we, we have had people guess them all the time. So because yeah. we have agriculture, what what are we talking about tonight? Yeah.
1: Okay. So Earth Day is um, tomorrow. So and the Ag Fest is going on in Salem. So we're going to talk about that. And so I thought we would do an Earth Day related or agriculture related. Okay. So this is a question. I bet you guys. I bet you guys are smart. Um, how much of America's consumptive water is used for agricultural purposes? So this is and and I was telling Rick this is a multiple choice, but I'm going to make you guys guess first before we give hints. So hey, we don't want to make it.
0: Let's see how close you guys can get. So how much yeah. of the water that's consumed in the United States is consumed for agriculture?
1: Yes, it's used for agriculture purposes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: All right. So that's your question for tonight. So you guys can start answering. Kim will be watching on there. And mm-hmm. then we'll bring him back with uh, Jessica in just a couple of minutes and, and we'll have more. Okay? okay. All right. We'll talk to you then. So um, now we're going to go to, um, I talked to Christy Kilcullen uh, last week and um, this time of year, just with social media and stuff, she doesn't like to be out and she just kind of turns everything off. Cause as you can guess, it's pretty hard when um, your husband is gunned down and killed and you're left uh, with two kids to raise. Um, So one of her really dear friends and Chris's at the same time, um, Jennifer Bills, a former Eugene police officer. We've known each other for four hundred and ninety two years.
2: About that, yeah.
0: <laughs> she was a college student at Oregon, at University of Oregon when we first met and um and then she became a police officer and has retired. and but you're still you're still working, um you're up to training, aren't you?
2: I am. I'm up at uh, the State Police Academy helping train the next generation of cops. Um, so grateful that someone is stepping into our shoes and moving forward with
0: you know serving their community. It's great. Is, are you seeing is there are, are you seeing from the people that you're there with um, like a, you know, for a couple of years with the anti cop kind of thing going on with some people? Um, are you seeing a, more people coming in and going, you know what it's, it's okay now we're we're back.
2: Um, I, what I see are really eager public servants and I'm not sort of giving a platitude to that. They're really smart. They're really talented. I think departments are hiring really good cops and they know what they're getting into. Um, their, their eyes are wide open and they still want to
0: serve. That's so awesome. So Jen, let's talk about what happened 11 years ago. Um, Chris is driving home and pulls over, um, a car and the woman is mentally deranged <clears throat> and shoots and kills him. What does that do to the police force at that point? That your your officers?
2: Well, on um, certainly on that very day on on April twenty second, twenty eleven. Um, you know, Chris was heading home. He was supposed to go on a bike ride with Christy. and in true Chris fashion, uh, he had to make that one last traffic stop. A um, uh, little known fact is traf- Chris actually did a traffic stop in the crisis negotiation van, which is a refurbished bread van. So that's the kind of police officer he was. He sort of he was he loved his job, he loved doing it, he was dedicated. Um, and so he made that that traffic stop and uh, was murdered there on the side of the road at 52nd and 126 in Springfield. Um, the first thought for many folks was, to figure out who did it and to catch the the perpetrator. Um, and while that was happening, I have to give kudos, tremendous kudos to Springfield officers who responded and worked on Chris and did CPR. Um, and so, I mean, everybody was just trying to figure out what's going on uh, and, you know, find the person who did it.
0: So why is it po- important to remember that every year for, for police? Um, also slash for our community and slash for the right.
2: family? Well, I think first off, it's, it's a, when a community, when an officer is shot, a community lo- loses that officer. It's not just the family and the department, it's the community. And, and Eugene Springfield lost a tremendous police officer, really, you know, um, the kind of man you would want responding to you on your worst day. It's important to remember the legacy. Um, it's important to remember the sacrifice that he made. Uh, and he made the sacrifice for the community. I mean, this this woman was intent on that day, um, and he was the one that stood between her and uh, the rest of us. Um, and for the family, I mean, it's a loss. They don't they didn't have a choice. It was very quick. It was sudden. Um, his youngest daughter was four. I think his oldest was 11, 10 or 11 at the time. And I mean, they lost their dad. Christy lost a husband. Um, and it's important to them that his legacy doesn't
0: ever get lost. It's it's um, public service is really, um, I, I know if you're this, I know you're like this, but it really is giving of yourself completely. I mean, you really, when you did your job and, and when you're still doing it, I mean, you're giving to the next generation, but Chris was loved by everybody that knew him. And he was one of those rare people that um, really saw the mission of what he was doing. It was a, you know what I mean? It wasn't a job.
2: It wasn't for him. Um, you know, I had the benefit of working with him as a peer and then supervising him um, for many, many years. And he always worked hard and he would write tickets and people would say thank you at the end of the ticket. <laughs> and who does that? And yeah. he he had such great interpersonal um style he could I mean I'm gonna say this he could talk the panties off a nun the guy was phenomenal (laughs) um and they don't make cops like that great integrity I mean they do but great integrity um just such a good guy
0: so last thing I'll ask you and then I'll leave you alone what do you miss the most about him oh
2: smile he would um Sorry, he would give great big hugs. He had a great smile. And then he'd do, right. And it was, I can't do it. But, you know, he was, uh, he was just such a good man. And, um, you know, I still feel lost.
0: Yeah. Jennifer, I want to thank you for taking your time. And I know that's not easy for you. And also for doing that for Christy and her family, um, because that's really important. And we should, again, 11 o'clock tomorrow out at the site where this happened, 52nd and um, 126. And please, if you're someone out there in the community and you just feel like you should go, go. Um, One, you're going to be around a bunch of cops who are so awesome. And these are people in this place where they're just really honoring someone. And you will never see that kind of reverence in a, in, a, in a daily world. It, it's a moment to experience something amazing and just and be a part of it. So, um, and it shows the family too, that we still care as a community.
2: Yeah, and, and Rick, can I just add one brief thing to that? Yeah. One of the important things to Chris was um, paying it forward. So tomorrow, if you've got one nice thing you can do for someone you don't know, you should choose to do it.
0: Oh, that is such a great idea. A challenge to our viewers. So yeah, go do something nice. Okay, so you know what I'm gonna do? I've already got an idea. I was gonna do it today, but it didn't work out. Okay, Jenny, you've inspired me. <laughs> so I they're doing a bunch of road work around here on this road. And you have to go um you get you get stuck in this traffic. And there's a, a little traffic lady um who's always there and she comes up to my car, and she always her and I are talking all the time. She goes, God, today you know what happened? I broke, I I opened my Fritos and they fell into the, into the into the um into the water and ruin them all and i was driving home and i called kathy and i go can you go by the store and get some fritos because tomorrow i want to go by and walk, drive by that lady and just hand her the fritos because you know that's going to tell her that i remembered her story and what she was about that's what chris would want me to do and that's what exactly I you inspired see now I, it was all set up and now i got a reason i got a thing to do jenny thank you so okay. much i you are so awesome Thanks, Rick.
2: Appreciate the time. Yeah,
0: thanks. All right. We'll see you later. That is such a great idea. So everybody, if there's somebody in the coffee line in front of you, Chris them, just Chris them. And if there's somebody that, um, you know, give them a break or say hi to somebody that you would never say hi to acknowledge people um, and just in your back of your head for the family, you're just Chris them. You're, it's almost like christening them, but you're christening them. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a name for that, too. You're right. Isn't that? that is oh, my gosh. I'm going to do that now. I have to think. You have your Fritos, so I'm going to come up with something.
0: So, um, oh, okay, now we're getting Chris stories. Timothy Baker <laughs> said he was pulled over by Chris I was speeding and saw him and his radar gun aimed at me so I just pulled over. He didn't have to get back on his cycle. He walked up to my car with a smile. I was it was the nicest experience I've ever had getting a ticket. I will always remember him and that was a genuinely nice man.
1: Oh. That's so cute. Stories coming. I love hearing those.
0: Yeah, if you guys have a Chris Kilcohen story, that would be really fun for you to just throw them on there and get on there. So we again we have our questions. So that's what we are we're gonna give away that 10% yes. off okay. of treatment. Um okay. but you got, oh and Kim here, she put it up here. And so I'm gonna bring Jessica on and you talk more about Ag Week and I'll I'll kind of fuel from behind, okay? okay.
1: Okay. Yep. I know we are so lucky to get someone from the Ag Fest because I know you're swamped right now, but I thought, you know what? Earth Day, what kind of theme should we do? And then what, what, uh, what else? Did you guys time this on purpose, by the way? I forgot to ask you that.
3: No, not necessarily. It's always the last full weekend of April. So it just okay. coincided nicely this year.
1: It did. It's perfect. Tell us a little bit about, I'm so excited. I'm sure you are too, that you are actually in person. Oh my gosh. Um, Tell us what we can expect this year. And and, uh, especially too, for people who haven't been out there. Absolutely. AgFest is a really fun family
3: oriented event. It's all hands-on. It takes over the Oregon State Fairgrounds in Salem, Saturday and Sunday all day. Saturday is 8.30 to 5 and Sunday is 10 to 5 and there is so much to do. It is all hands-on, dig for potatoes, plant seedlings. We're so excited to have a great logging demonstration there this year. And then, of course, we have our Nosy's Neighborhood, which is where you can interact with all sorts of farm animals. Goats, oh. llamas, chickens, rabbits, you name it, we'll have it there. So lots yes. of fun things to do for the family. And it's a really great activity, rain or shine. I know we've been talking about the rain a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's a
3: little, everything, all the main activities are undercover, so don't be, um,
1: don't be don't be uh, scared to come out it just because it's raining. Okay. Good, I know it. You're actually supposed to luck out this weekend. We'll see if it's correct, but either way, it'll be fun. And I know that's probably the favorite part for the kiddos is to see those farm animals. And then I think, are you guys giving away some little packets with seedlings? Tell us about those little. I saw something about that on your site. Yeah,
3: yeah. So we've got lots of giveaways, lots of plants, but definitely seedlings are part of it. Um, great partners that we have the whole ad community really comes together for this event it is um, Oregon women in timber will be there and they're doing some neat seedling um, demonstrate your logging demonstrations Some giveaways we've got um, seafood represented we've got all aspects of the agricultural industry so there's gonna be lots of opportunities to get plants of various kinds but definitely seedlings are part of that too
2: yeah,
1: fun. Now, what, what do you guys hope to get out of, like, there's obviously some some reasons to hold this. I know it's fun for the kids and everything, but what what's so important for kids to know about agriculture and, and, and people in general to know about this, and especially those who are, live in areas where they don't have a lot of land and things. So tell us about Absolutely. this. Absolutely, yeah. You know, this really brings agriculture to life. It's
3: something that's all around us here in Oregon, especially here in the Willamette Valley. Oh. Um, you know, we're we're in a huge agriculture region. And so often we just don't realize that. And we have this divide between those uh, people that produce our food and those of us who depend on it every day for our livelihoods. So right. this is just an opportunity to, to get to connect with those people, to get to connect with agriculture and kind of see and explore all of those different avenues and what we have here in Oregon. Yeah, fun. And how many years have you guys done this now? I can't remember. 35 years. Yeah. Wow. And we're so excited to be, like I said, back in person at the Oregon State Fairgrounds. It's um, Last cool. year we did a drive through event, um, so it wasn't the same, right? We don't have that hands-on component, but um, mm-hmm. we were glad to make that happen and even even more happy to be back this
1: year so that we can really get back to that hands-on experience that we all really enjoy. Oh, that's so awesome. Do you um have the, I of course have to ask this. Do you have the ability for kids to ch- try like milking cows or goats or anything like that? Is that part there's of it? There's going to be some, yeah, there's definitely going
3: to be some goats that um, will be in the, in Nosey's neighborhood too, uh, that will be being milked and there'll be dairy cows on display. I'm not sure if they're going to be milking any of those, but one of the really neat things that they have throughout the day is shearing sheep and demonstrations oh, with people doing yeah. haircuts. Um, there's going to be lots of animals, um, llamas, there's a big, uh, there's lots of llamas that come to the fair there and lots of opportunities for, for touch and feel and meet and, and talk to the owners. And a lot of them are FFA and 4-H members, okay, great. so they're kid to kid sharing their experiences with those animals.
1: So fun. Well, thanks so much for joining us and talking about that. And if you guys are around the Salem area this weekend, get out there and enjoy. Um, yeah. So much for kids to do and adults alike. And I love that uh, you mentioned the sheep shearing. One of my friends has has sheep and was saying what a process it is. So that'd be fun to check that out. Oh, and it's so fun to watch because it
3: seems yeah. like um, the, the demonstrators that we have do it are just so good at it. They just yeah. cut that sheep's hair in no <laughs> time. <and> it's <laughs> so fun to watch. But yes. And uh, the other big thing about. Um, The AgFest is that kids 12 and under are free. Oh, good. Um, The admission is um, $9 for adults. You can buy, um, you can skip the line because sometimes there's a long line getting in. You can skip the line by going to your local Wilco and getting discounted tickets or online at oragfest.com.
1: Oh, good to know. We spend a lot of time at Winco. So, okay. So you guys get out okay. there. Yep. Wilco. I meant Wilco. Okay. We're not, we're at Wilco more than Winco with our rabbits. Um. Okay. So you guys can look for that, the hours, and we'll put all that up too. Right, Rick? Perfect. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thanks, Kim. Thank you, Jessica. It's good seeing you.
3: Absolutely. Great to see you too. Happy Earth Day. And we look forward to celebrating this weekend. All right. See you yeah. later.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you I bet you are a Wilco with those oh my God. bunnies now.
1: That's where we got our chickens. And then with all the bunny food. You know, um, did I tell you how many we're up to, by the way? We're up to twelve bunnies. So we I'm had sure. we had another litter.
0: Did mm-hmm. I warn you?
1: Mm-hmm. You did warn me. You did. I it was too mean, late. You did warn-
0: get the males out of that pin because even when they're little, they're like rabbits, you know,
1: you know, hmm.
0: (laughs) Okay, what am I going to do with you? They're
1: cute. They're cute. But what are we going to do? Okay. So I don't see any guesses yet. So we'll keep the question up. This is to do with earth day and you guys, the guesses, it's a percentage guess, obviously. So, um, I don't want to give any hints yet, but you guys come up with some numbers. I bet you can get close.
0: Okay. All right, Kim, I'll be back in just a second here. All right, so one of our other sponsors is Derek Roser with Roser Real Estate Group, and they have got one hell of a deal. So look at this. This is, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna pull that question down really quick. Um, here we go. <clears throat> okay, so this is an eight unit riverfront complex in Mapleton, so it's an eight plex. Um, new roof, uh, beautiful area, Uh, River view, mountain views, eight units, uh, total square footage, 8,000 or 5,000, I think that's 832, and two-bedroom and one-bedroom each. Derek's number is 541-653-7377. If you're looking for an investment, uh, $750,000. If you're looking for an investment, there is something right there. Um, and having rental property is one heck of a great investment. So, again, call Derek Roser at Roser Real Estate Group, uh, $750,000, and you can be the owner of that. I know people who've been looking at that too. Um, I'll tell you, um, that is a great, great deal. All right. Um, you know, Kim, I'm going to bring you back in here just because. You're kind of like, a you like toys and stuff like that. And um, Mercury Mike is here from Mercury Metals and uh, Design and Fabrication. And I don't want you to miss out on the party here, Kim. So, Mike, how you doing, man?
4: I'm doing good. Doing good. Staying busy.
0: <laughs> you guys, what's the, what is the latest little thing you guys are working on? Tell people while you're doing this what you guys do, just so people know. I want them to be sure they know every time.
4: So we basically do design and fabrication of any type of sheet metal product that you can think of and we do anything from lasering to press break we form the metal we have a fabrication department that welds it and we finish it we plate them coat them and uh, do any type of graining about anything that you think of with metal except for casting that's probably the only thing we don't do
0: how many people work there right
4: now we're at 50 people and growing
0: <laughs> so it, last week, or we we had that little video. I've been running it, and I keep loving that. Is you know, somebody comes in like LCC needed some plane parts that are from from are yep. at. They don't make them anymore, so they can Michael can do it. So, what are you working to show us what you got going on right now?
4: Well, right now we're doing a bunch of stuff for like uh, uh, the coaches, like big RV coaches. These frames here behind me are for gigantic TVs that come out of the side of the coach, so they can have like a presentation at football games and stuff like that. So it's like custom designs that we're adding to already built coaches and they just send us, Hey, this is what we want to do. We'll build it, fabricate it. Our engineers go through and try to check all the dimensions out and we get it set up and then we send them the product and then they'll send us pictures later, which is cool.
0: (laughs) So Mike, is this like, is this the coach company or is this somebody already has purchased a coach and they want a TV added to it?
4: So it's actually the coach company. The people go to the coach company and say, Hey, I, can we do this? Is it something that we can do? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, we can figure this out. And then, hey, can you guys do this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The coach company says, we can figure it out. Mike. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Mike can figure it out. Mikey can do
0: anything. <laughs> Mikey and his team. Um, so, so, so this will be then on that. Like when we see coaches and they have those TVs, like at the duck game and I'm walking by going, you know, can I just stay here instead of going in there and dealing with all those people? Right. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kim, you know, I think you need That's one exactly on that long great. house of yours out there. And they, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking those look really nice. Well, we need an RV, too. So why don't we just do that?
0: We'll there him. you go. <laughs> I think you have to go to the RV company first, Kim, and then okay. they'll go to Mike. That doesn't come with it? Okay. Although, he might be able to design you a really cool RV.
1: I mean, yep. right? He's like, sure. What else are you going to give me?
0: <laughs> See, I want to use, because you guys do, Um, like, if, if somebody has an idea for kitchen cabinetry or i mean anything like that like there, especially this time of year with spring and summer coming out outside Mm -hmm. barbecue things things you could put out that you know if there's ideas for fencing or or your dividers on your railings or things like that you guys do that kind of stuff for people
4: absolutely i'll uh see if i could show it to you it's up here on the rack Uh, a customer wanted a lord of the rings fire pit so when the uh lord of the rings when the fire goes in it the elven lettering opens up. So I'll see if I can show it to you from here Oh my, gosh. my gosh. Left behind me. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, right there. Oh uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. fancy. Wow. Yeah,
4: sure. it's all stainless oh, my- steel and it's got a place to cook on it. So the juices will flow directly towards the fire into a trough. And then you can save the juices if you want to barbecue on it, too. <laughs>
0: So if I wanted like my Airbnb in Montana, if I wanted to have a Montana logo on the on a pit like that, then I could have that sitting out in my. Oh, that's, hey, that's a pretty good idea. That's what you
1: need. That's what you. Or say. I could
0: I could have whatever we end up calling this place. You know, dancers. You know, whatever. You could have Ooh. this thing on there, and then maybe a a dancer like you know. There you go. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that one. Let's help him come up with something better. I
0: have a feeling that's not going to pass Kathy's buster. <laughs> She's gonna, no, we're <laughs> not putting your logo face on your, on your,
1: on the outside decor. In
0: <laughs> you know, all of the guests' room, I'll have. <laughs> that's creepy.
1: <laughs> Mike's like, we don't do that.
0: <laughs> no, we don't do it. We, we, in fact, we just do a moratorium on anything Rick Dancer. So. <laughs> So like, how do people, if, if you're just like, I know how businesses know how to get a hold of you, but how did like local people, if they they just make an appointment and come in and talk to you or give you a call?
4: Yeah, they can go on our website and submit a request for something they want, or they can walk right in the door. Uh, that's how Mercury started Was what we call cash sales, just people just walking in from the community saying, man, I don't know if you can fix this, or we get a lot of times where people get obsolete things like, an old shelf that is no longer made, but it's really sentimental to them. They want another piece put together because it broke, but it has to match. And then we have certain guys here that can go through and really hand grind it and weld it and make it perfect and look like the original. That's, that's what we offer as well.
0: What I really appreciate about what you guys do is because you, I mean, you guys are big stuff. You're dealing with big companies, but yeah. you still make time for these, the, the people like us who just have <laughs> ideas. I think that's really super cool. I mean, that's that's very Oregon. You know, that's what you guys yeah. do
4: you know exactly we're well, updating our uh, repertoire too here we uh, added i'll share this with you real quick behind me is a gigantic tube laser that cuts uh, huge long sticks of 20-foot tubes with any type of laser design you want in it bolt holes to put it together for large assemblies they do it for mezzanines, uh, mezzanine second stories cuts I beams and all kinds of stuff that's something that we're offering the community now as an updated service
0: you guys should get a picture of one done and then we'll put it yeah. on here to show people, because I think what a lot of people have trouble visualizing what that is, but if you were building a new home, um, there's there's some very metal things that could go in there like that, you know? Yeah, right. absolutely. All right. Mike, Mercury, Michael, thanks for joining us tonight. It's good having you. Thank you for having me. It's great to see All you guys. Right. We'll see you later, man. Isn't that cool?
1: Uh, that's really cool there's so and many every time we have him on he shows us something else it's like oh yeah we do that <laughs> Going yeah
0: we have this three. thing that, uh, you know we made for somebody and <laughs> i think it's great and yeah you know, sometime kim i'll have to get you um i'll get them to have you come out and you could you know what we could do yeah. you could go with mike and do yeah. a tour with him and we could do it live for the show that'd be super I thinking, fun yeah, you, I get
1: out there. Okay, we'll
0: yeah it's that. over by baker boots you know right there off of yeah. um the mm-hmm. so yeah we could i'll okay. talk to mike that would be kind of a cool idea i like that okay.
1: let's do that okay so and do we have, have
0: any oh i'm sorry i have no i've got people guessing howdy Corey. Hey. how are you um
1: did anyone because i can give a hint i don't I, okay I'm- so kim's
0: going to give you guys a hint for this
1: hey guys you're being too um- quiet tonight all right so uh 30 45 45- 20, or 80%. I'll give you a multiple choice.
0: So what percent That's of Americans' consumptive waters used for agriculture purposes? The guesses are?
1: Let's do 30, 45, and 60, and 80. We'll go with those four. Okay, Someone so somebody,
0: you guys will get 10% off your New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness treatment, um, Hyperbaric treatment. All right. Yeah. So, um, Kim, I'll bring you back in a little bit. We'll keep watching those things while Billy's doing his news, okay? Okay. All right. So um, Bill gave me all of the little facts and figures in here and he's got a lot of stuff going on with the news tonight. So um, we're like 630. We get we're going to get this guy in because he's got a bunch of stuff to tell you about. So pay attention and then answer Kim's question while we're in the newscast um, with with your percentage and uh, we'll see who wins.
5: Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 AM, 93.7 FM, KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, host of The Wake Up Call, heard Monday through Fridays, 6 AM to 9, on KPNW and streaming at kpnw.com. And uh, this morning, or actually this evening, um, I'm wearing something that's very special to me. It is this. And it was at the event, this event that's on the T-shirt that I first met Rick. Rick was running for Secretary of State. Alan Alley was there because he was running for governor in 2008. And Benny the Beaver was there because, well, Benny the Beaver was running, as it says, right here for president. And I was really disappointed that Benny lost his presidential bid because I really wanted to see a mute Beaver give an inauguration speech in mime. It was never to happen. Alas, fate. Anyway, I don't know if you rebe- I don't know if you got one of these or not, Rick. But it's totally awesome. I do remember that, Bill. Yes, I'm wearing a shirt that's what 14 years old. All right. Here's a look at some of the stories we're following. Oh, this is nice. It's nice to know that a former Oregon Health Authority employee is accused of embezzling one and a half million dollars in COVID-19 funds. The State Department of Justice requested a warrant for Mazaria Abedin's arrest after an investigation uncovered a scheme at the Oregon Health Authority. Oregon Attorney General, Alan Rosenblum announced Aberdeen was indicted by a Marion County grand jury on 21 criminal counts, including felony theft, identity theft, and forgery. Abedin has been responsible, or had been, for coordinating the approval of vendors requesting funds from the health agency for the state's COVID-19 vaccination response. So during the summer of 2021, Prosecutors say this individual used her position to create fraudulent invoices for sham companies. State Justice Department lawyers she would then create fake records of the approval process and would authorize payments to bank accounts that she'd opened. The OHA caught the fraud and reported it to the Oregon Department of Justice, which started an investigation last November. During the investigation, they recovered all but $6,800 of the money stolen from the Oregon Health Authority. Well, a new Redfin survey suggests that the U.S.'s median monthly asking rent of the U.S. increased by 17% last year. Yeah, this has nothing to do with the Ukrainian invasion. And if you live in Portland, oh, if you were only so lucky. People who sought new living spaces in the Rose City paid an average of 40, that's 40% thats more than they did in March of 2021. That's the highest increase in the nation. The median asking rent in Portland for apartments available to new renters was $2,472. Portland ranked just ahead of Austin in terms of the highest monthly increase, with that Texas city coming in at 38%. And in Austin, they paid a median of $2,349 a month. New York, which had been the highest in the nation for years, was third, with rent increasing by only 37% over the past year. That said, though, renters in New York are still paying quite a bit more almost $3,900 a month. All right, so let's stack on top of that. And that is long-term U.S. mortgage rates rose again for the seventh straight week, climbing to their highest level in more than a decade. The average rate on a 30-year mortgage is now 5.11%. That's up from 5% last week, which we reported here on Get Real with Rick Dancer. The last time it was higher was in April of 2010 when it was 5.21%. By contrast, a year ago, the 30-year rate was 2.97%. The average rates in recent months are the fastest pace of increases since 1994, and Federal Reserve officials have signaled they will take an aggressive approach to fighting high inflation this year. In minutes from their March policy meeting released earlier this month, the Fed said that half point interest rate hikes rather than traditional quarter point increases will be appropriate multiple times this year. The Fed raised its main borrowing rate by a quarter point in March, the first increase since 2018. Well, lawmakers Governor Kate Brown and the Oregon Judicial Department are launching a new effort to address a shortage of attorneys that have left some Oregonians jailed without legal representation that they're guaranteed constitutionally. A work group announced this week they're going to be analyzing management, financial, and structural challenges facing the state office that oversees about 600 public defense attorneys throughout the state. the state Office of Public Defense Services contracts with private attorneys and nonprofits to handle defendants' cases. An April report from the American Bar Association concluded that the state's existing core of public defense attorneys would each need to work more than 26 hours a day okay, this must be Mars time, to ensure every defendant has an attorney because they don't have that time. People who can't afford to pay a private attorney can end up with subpar representation from overworked attorneys, and some are in jail without having an attorney. House Speaker Dan Rayfield, an attorney from Corvallis, called the situation an emergency. He said Oregonians are languishing in jail with access without access to legal representation, while public defenders have long been underpaid and overworked. He said the system is broken and lacks the opportunity for effective legislative oversight. The work group consists of a small group of legislators and representatives from Brown's office and the judicial branch. Oh, well, if Brown's got her folks there, you know something's gonna get done. The legislature allocated $12.8 million to the Office of Public Defense Services, enough to pay for about 36 additional public defenders. But the problem is nobody's interested in taking those jobs. All right, that's a look at the stories that we're following. And Rick, think back to the days that you could have been the Secretary of State (laughs) and Benny the Beaver could have been a president. Now that's getting real.
0: So is he equating me with Benny the Beaver?
1: I'm kind of thinking he is. I love that he kept that shirt.
0: Like (laughs) as a character? Well... Mm. Well, you know, well, I, I sure, wouldn't, I sure probably wouldn't be in Disneyland right now. Their stock's <laughs> kind of going. Ooh. Yeah, I think <gasps> so. <laughs> yeah. So I do remember Bill being there, um, oh. and Alan Alley, and, and Benny the Beaver, and it was like one of those, like a parade kind of thing. You were walking around through this stuff, but okay. I, I don't have a shirt. I had my own Rick Dancer for Secretary of State shirts.
1: That's what you were wearing, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I
0: did keep some of those. Um All my, what did, what did you do with your KZI clothes?
1: Oh my gosh, I have like one jacket left, but I can't remember if I took them. I know it was really weird. I think I took them to Goodwill and felt weird about it because I, it has that on there.
0: No, I totally took Bill. Oh, I can't say names. Somebody at the station in a management position whose last name sounded like one of our former senators from Oregon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if that's not giving it away, I don't know. Yeah, why. I
0: don't know who would, told me that I had to take all that stuff and turn it in to them, all my old shirts and stuff. Oh. so I gave them four. And all the yeah. rest of them, I took to Goodwill because I wanted people wearing them around town that were Right?
1: So now... <laughs> I know. Well, I'm sure we're not the only people who No, know.
0: I and hey, and look, I just publicly confessed it. So there. Yeah. There you go. That yep. makes it okay. Yeah, we're
1: just, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I still probably have a couple in my closet. I should probably look. I'm I'm as bad as Bill about keeping stuff.
0: <laughs> I did take the I do have one of the blue ones and I took the KZI thing off the back of it because there's no way in hell I'm gonna walk around with that on my shirt. But <laughs> a lot of stuff ended up in goodwill. And that's yeah. that's where it should be. So, way, so nobody too. got our question, did they? I know you guys. I think ten- people okay. are a little quiet tonight.
1: You so were quiet tonight.
0: Uh, tell them what the answer is. You could have had ten percent off a newly hyperbaric treatment. That's what now, you could have, have had. So. But now you can't because you didn't. You know what? We're
1: time. just. I'm going to tell them because it's important that I okay. think someone. Rick, do you want to guess or did you already?
0: You already told. No. You kind of told me. You,
1: you like, already heard it, didn't you? Okay. Well, I look, everyone-
0: wait, 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 wait. I'll do it because then I can look really, really smart. Yeah. Kim, I think it. No, I, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I actually did guess it when I was given multiple choice, which I thought. So it's 80 percent of the that's drinking water that's used toward ag. And in the Western states, of course, it's that's it's high. It's like 90 percent, I think. But overall, 80 percent. Wow. Ooh, so yeah. people
0: can go to Ag Day in Salem t- uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Yep. Right. Right. And yep. tomorrow at 11, uh, the the. Uh, honoring service for Chris Gilcullen, um, at yeah. love at 52nd and 126. That was so cool to have. Yeah.
1: That was nice. Yeah. Have Jenna,
0: yeah. She's awesome. And so you guys, so we aren't here tomorrow. Um, but we will be back on Monday and we have two super interesting stories to talk about. Um, one of them is a, um, uh, I want to see, let's see, how do I tell this? I just got off the phone with a guy today. So his wife has lupus. Um, mm-hmm. She it ended up she took a a vaccine for the flu flu like ten or eleven years ago, which ended up destroying her kidneys and uh, killing their unborn child. Oh my god! So now she has kidney issues where she was getting treatment every uh, you know on dialysis, and she's looking for a um, a transplant. But because she doesn't want to take the COVID vaccine because of the, what the other vaccine did to her child and her body, uh, they won't give her a transplant. And so on the 7th of April, she died. She went to sleep and stopped breathing. And her husband's not very happy about this whole thing. No, so he's going to come on and tell that story uh, so people Love can see. Well, bless him for coming
1: on. Because yeah.
0: And then we also have Dave Lovell who is running for Springfield County commissioner position. He's going to come on and talk about um, his campaign, what he's doing. Uh, The numbers are looking good for him. So we'll find out a little bit more about what he's got planned if he wins for Springfield, all that and a busy, busy week next week. Um, I'm just looking ahead. And we
1: have have our awesome guy from outside, um, outside magazine.
0: Kim's got a great interview with this guy. who's talking about how, how exercise actually creates dopamine yeah. And so when you feel high, not a runner's high, but when you feel, you know, high or people get connected to, uh, to exercise, that's why. That's yeah. Part of it. yeah,
1: he's pretty fascinating. That's on Tuesday. And then um, on
0: Wednesday, we're going to talk to folks who are trying to get the primary opened in Oregon. So there is a new initiative that's being uh, passed around for signatures. I want to open the primary. We'll explain what that means and why it would mean. And then on Thursday, I'm going to tape up the show so you won't have to be here, Kim, on Thursday. You can have the day
1: off. <laughs> oh, because um, you're heading, that's right, you're heading to Oregon.
0: So I'm heading back to Oregon for a week. Um, so we'll be back there. But I found a woman in um, Polson, Montana, who is a survivor of the Holocaust. And she and her twin were there. And no. she's going to tell us some fascinating stories. And Thursday happens to be Holocaust Remembrance Day.
1: Oh my gosh. How old is she?
0: Um, I don't know for positive she's in her 90s yeah, yeah. But, um she was just wow. a little kid but she has some stories that are phenomenally interesting so she will be oh, here wow. um on Thursday so mm-hmm. and then I think on Monday and Tuesday in April that first one I'm gonna be like doing another project so we might not have a show for a couple nights and then we'll have shows okay. we'll explain it to everybody
1: okay yeah, All yeah. Right. you'll you'll let them know okay All are right. you are you starting to move this weekend
0: no we we um, okay. No, we're going to do the appra- or the inspection tomorrow and then it's not till the 31st of May. Um, so okay. I'll, I'll okay, get that yeah. plane ticket to you and Bob so you guys can come out and help me load my stuff.
1: <laughs> Plenty of time for us to help move. Okay, All right, guys, we never get, get to catch up. So here we are. Put Elena
0: and Everett in a backpack and just hang you know, bring them along. We would love it. So. <laughs> All right, Kim, we'll see you later. Bye, guys. All right. So that's it for Get Real with Rick to Answer. Share this on your page so other people can see it and um, have a great weekend. We will see you right here again, five o'clock Oregon time, six o'clock Montana time on Monday at those times. (laughs) Good night.